Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Way off base, the death of the ego in modern leadership, part two. Listening in presence, vulnerability, empathy, and the willingness to let go of our ego. They all matter when it comes to developing the kind of leadership capacity our employees, peers, and other stakeholders deserve from us. Crucial to the development of dynamic, admirable leadership is learning to communicate in a way that doesn't negate the experiences of others. Adopting the yes-and approach instead of the no-because or yes-but habit. Let's now talk about some additional skills and attitudes that underscore these principles. I've long believed that listening and presence when added to the yes-and collaborative approach are the fuel to kick your leadership into hyperdrive. You don't have to participate in the working world for very long before you discover the terrifying truth that you will often get asked questions that stump you. You'll be left speechless and solutionless in the face of queries and objections from bosses and peers and customers. You'll think that saying, I don't know, is somehow the worst thing you could possibly admit. Maybe you break into a cold sweat when asked a question during a presentation's Q&A, or your heart starts racing when finding yourself in the boardroom or a meeting with the boss and you're blindsided with a question you were completely unprepared for. I've been there. When asked a dreaded question or an unanticipated one, the true answer often is simply, I don't know. But most of us are terrified to tell the truth in those moments to say, I'm not sure, or I don't know. And many of us are initially short on practice for what it feels like to go off script to say, that's a great question. I don't know the answer, but here's what I do know. 
the sense of not knowing when someone is looking intently at us for an answer, well, it's hard for all of us, but it's especially difficult for leaders with overdeveloped egos. Thomas Kulopoulos, founder of the Delphi Group, has asserted that one of the biggest challenges in leadership is that, by and large, the perception of not knowing is a sign of weakness. This perception drives overdeveloped egos crazy. The ego-driven leader never wants to be seen as weak. So instead of driving their egos crazy during these moments of ignorance, leaders should lean into the not knowing. They should stop talking, be quiet, and listen to their team for direction and vision. According to Kolopoulos, the essence of leadership is getting people to follow your lead and vision. People who inherently know more about the nuts and bolts of whatever it is you're leading better than you ever will. Think of it this way. You follow a manager because you have to, but you follow a leader because you want to. These next two improv exercises are designed to raise your awareness about whether your ego might be getting in the way and about how a better approach is to focus on the team and not yourself. Exercise two, talking without I. Talking without I is an improv exercise that demonstrates how to park your ego. This exercise requires two people to have a conversation about anything. Each player tries not to use the words I, me, my, mine, and instead responds to the other person using we or us. Improviser one, it's a nice Sunday day. Let's go to the park versus I'd love to go to the park. See how we took the eye out of that. Improviser two, that's a great idea. And we should plan a picnic versus I think we should plan a picnic. Improviser one. Let's bring a blanket, some fruit, crackers, smoked sausage, and wine versus I'll grab a blanket, some fruit, crackers, sausage, and wine. Improviser two, we can't forget the small turkey sub with some baked glazed chips versus I don't want to forget the small turkey sub and some baked glazed chips. Improviser one, perfect. Now let's both run to the store and get what we need and possibly more versus now let me run to the store and get what we need. And I have it on my list and maybe get possibly more. See, this exercise aims to help us park our egos so we can be collaborative with our partner using the general philosophy of yes and. There are several opportunities where the word I or me or my or mine could be used in the example above. It's more fun and exciting, however, when we can work together as a team in accomplishing goals versus being the tell you what to do person. Next time you're making small plans at work, like scheduling a meeting or planning a lunch, practice doing so without the words, I, me, my, mine. It's apt to feel stilted and unnatural, and that's okay. The idea is to develop stronger self-awareness about the degree of which your everyday language and decision-making might be, by default, a little bit more self-centered than you realize or you'd like to admit. However, shifting to we or us point of view how might shifting to a we or us point of view open you up to new levels of empathy and collaboration with your coworkers? Exercise three, thank you. Thank you is another improv exercise that demonstrates how to park your ego and to show gratitude. This exercise requires two people to have a conversation about anything. Each time after the initial discussion, you will reply, thank you, and add on to the other person's response to deepen the conversation and connection. Improviser one, that was a great job you did on your presentation. Improviser two, thank you. What could I have done better? Improviser one, well, thank you for asking for my feedback. I've always admired your desire to grow and improve. I think if you pause periodically during your presentation, 
That would help the audience absorb and process your talk. Improviser two, thank you for the feedback. I will watch the video and look for those opportunities. What do you think I did well? Improviser one, thank you for asking. You did many things well, and I especially noticed that your vocal inflection was outstanding. This exercise aims to show gratitude to the other person for the information they are providing. In today's corporate world, we seek information from others, other departments, other stakeholders, et cetera, so we can provide the best report analyst forecast possible. The more we offer appreciation, the more the other person appreciates our efforts. I use this thank you exercise to demonstrate that when we're asking for feedback, it is vital that we don't become defensive. Instead, I encourage you to accept the feedback by saying thank you. You can decide later what to do with the feedback, but don't get defensive in the moment. That defensiveness is your ego getting in the way. In addition, learning to accept praise with a thank you is also valuable. While it can be a sign of humility, be inclined to respond to praise by diminishing yourself or giving credit elsewhere. Well, it's really Paul who did all the hard work, or it's no big deal, it only took me a few minutes, or I probably could have done it better if I had more time. While humility is certainly preferable to ego, being too meek in the face of a compliment can hurt not only your credibility, but the relationship. Not accepting praise implicitly says that the giver of the praise is wrong, and doing so doesn't help in the trust department. Ego leadership is outdated. In his book, Bosses Are Hired, Leadership Is Earned, transformational leader Carson Sublet, who enjoyed the storied career in the pharmaceutical industry, tells us, never underestimate the impact of ego or the fear of change in some individual. In difficult situations, sometimes good people with decision-making authority just make bad decisions. I couldn't agree more. We are all, at least to some degree, guilty of ego leadership. We are, after all, human beings. And when difficult situations arise, the ego can take center stage. But doing the work to minimize the role of your ego when we leave will ultimately take us to a place of more effective leadership for a modern age. Ego leadership is outdated because it generates behaviors that are no longer, thank goodness, tolerated in today's workplace. With an ego-based leader at the helm, blow-ups or tension tantrums, are bound to ensue during meetings or in execution of projects or general business operation when it doesn't go the leader's way. Improv leadership, conversely, is a more collaborative leadership style that appreciates the contributions of the team. When the team fails, the leader takes responsibility for the failure. The leader doesn't throw his team under the bus, start shouting in the conference room, tweet out hurtful comments or insults about them, or say that they have no responsibility for the failure they led. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.